Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Queen podcast. Do you want to have more confidence and courage in your life? Do you often question if you're on the right path? Maybe you're hoping somebody drops off a step-by-step guide for success. Do you wake up ambitious and hopeful, but become fearful and frustrated not knowing where to begin? Another year has gone by and you feel like nothing has changed. Trust me, I've been there. I'm Justine, and like many of you, I'm a young professional with big dreams. I often felt unworthy and incapable, wishing I had the clarity and the peace in the unknown. I wanted to be confident in my abilities and live life with more impact, but I kept fearing I wasn't living out my full potential. It wasn't until I started trusting God, pressing into life's hard moments, I was standing in the way of my breakthrough. And in this podcast, you're going to find ways to increase your confidence, grow your faith, and simply fear less. The good news is you're here, and courage starts with showing up. Welcome back to the Courage Queen Podcast. This is a driving in the car edition, and I'm coming to you super early in the morning. It's about 7 a.m. I'm headed to my personal training workout. For those of you that know, I box, and it has been one of the single most best decisions that I've made, not only for my own health, but really as a way to channel my energy, it's just my personality style, always being on the go, being a very fast-paced person. It's just been a really great way to channel my energy into something really, really productive, something that really gets me thinking first thing in the morning and really taking that input and in exchange pushing forth um, towards something that is really challenging for me, for not only from a physical standpoint, but mentally as well. And so it's been a huge learning curve over the past couple of years that I've been doing it. I did take about, I think, five months off when I had the baby because Miles was in the NICU. But other than that, once I came back, what I did find was that I was able to bounce back so well because I was in such great shape um, and really just took time to rest and heal, which I believe all mothers should do. Um, and if you have that sustainability, if you have that kind of great foundation built, um, it's a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable to get back into your workouts if that's something that you really love to do. What I want to talk about today, though, is how do you get this incredible, strong relationship with people in your life? We look around a lot of times and, you know, we may think things like, I wish I had friends like that. I wish I had a group like that. I wish I had somebody that I could feel and be myself with. We think about this in terms of our romantic relationships, but I think even in friendships too, or situations with family. And my question for you today is what efforts are you making today that overflow into tomorrow and every other day that benefit and strengthen the relationships that you want in your life? Because one of the things that I've noticed and that I know to be true is that when you invest, whether it's daily, weekly, in other people, when you decide to show up to something that you don't feel like going to because you're tired, but you want to support that person in some way, you show up for those things. Because in the back of your mind, you say, well, this is a great way to continue to build a great, strong foundation in this relationship. This shows this person that I'm loyal. This shows this person that I am someone who follows through on what I say I'm going to do and that they can count on me. 
And, uh, you know, just some examples of that, like as adults specifically, we have a really hard time staying in touch with people, continuing great relationships over the course of time. You know, when kids become a part of the picture, when busy lives, when our our jobs seem to take over, we're going in a million directions. We only have a certain amount of hours in a day. So how do we choose where we invest that time in the relationships that are most valuable? Well, only you can decide that. However, don't expect people to show up and support you and, you know, give to your child's fundraiser or show up to an event that you're doing. If you are, if you are very much not reciprocating that same level of support. And so if you just mutually understand, like, I, I can't do it all, which obviously we can't, and you're not going to be bothered by it. And you're just going to be like, well, everybody has a busy life. You're not going to self deprecate and say like, well, you know, my life is just not important to them. They want nothing to do with me. It really doesn't boil down to that most of the time. What it boils down to is people will make time for people and situations and events where they find it's the greatest return and it's the most valuable in terms of their relationships. And so, again, if you are looking for people to jump on board, support your business, um, support your family events, give back to your family, show up for your big moments, it kind of goes hand in hand with you deciding that you are going to invest time in particular relationships and those are the things that will be non-negotiable. What does that look like? It looks like calling a family member who lives in a different state on your way to work and just talking to them for even 15 to 20 minutes on your commute. What does that look like? Finding a, f- a funny meme or something that reminds you of somebody just in your day. You're not like specifically looking for it, but in your day, you come across something and you're like, oh my gosh, that makes me think of so-and-so. We take a picture and we send it. I always joke about how... um when you have something that is your favorite thing and people have this obsession with buying you like, so say you have a theme. So I remember um, like my sister-in-law really liked peacocks for a while. And like there was an entire two year period or more where everybody was just like, Oh, peacock thing. I'm going to buy this for her. And it's like, okay, girl, um, we don't need to be buying her. I'm sure she loves peacocks, but we don't need to be buying her every single thing that was peacock. So what do you do instead? You go, you find something cool. Oh my gosh, it's a peacock. Cool. Take a picture of it and send it to your sister-in-law and be like, oh my gosh, thinking of you today, you know, and send a heartfelt message that way just to be thought of, just to be messaged. Hey, I want to see how you're doing. Hey, what are you most excited and passionate about right now? I think it's like we have this awkwardness, especially since COVID times where it's like, we don't even know how to have like real conversations with people anymore. We're like, what do I say? This feels so weird. I haven't talked to them in so long. How about just say, Hey, it's been a really long time. I haven't connected with you. I'd love to connect and find out what is exciting and what's happening in your life right now. What are you passionate about right now? I was just thinking of you and and this was a memory that came to mind and I was just reminiscing the great times that we had and, you know, was wondering how you're doing now and what's, what's going on with life. So It's like reconnecting people, deciding what relationships um, are of value to you. You know, sometimes relationships need to be cut off. Sometimes relationships are, for lack of a better word, just not fitting, not sinking. It's not a positive relationship. There's There's not an exchange where it's making either of you better people. And so 
sometimes we need to kind of decide which relationships are worth cutting off. And this doesn't have to mean it's like a dramatic breakup, but what it does have to mean sometimes is distance. It does have to mean an honest conversation where you are expressing, this is the way that I'm feeling and this is the way that I'm catching this. Is any of this founded um, the way that, you know, I'm being made to feel or the way that I'm interpreting this interaction? Is this what you meant by this? I'm, I'm assuming that you don't. And always assuming that that's not people's MO, but always being willing to have that hard, honest conversation. If it is going in love and saying, hey, I'm coming to this with an open mind, but I have to be honest with you about what I'm experiencing. And, you know, nobody can make you feel anything. They can only stir up what's already there. I'm going to say that again. Nobody can make you feel anything. They can only stir up what's already there. And my Aunt Dee, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago here, is somebody who has taught me that, and it's always stuck with me. Because anytime I'm triggered by anything, it's not a new feeling. It's not a new emotion. Why am I experiencing it, though? They're not making me feel it. So when we say, like, you're making me feel this way, no, they can't make you feel anything. They can only stir up what's already there. And what's already there, a lot of times, is through the lens of our past experiences, our past traumas, our past hurts. It's how it aligns with the story of our identity and what we've chosen to believe about people and situations and relationships and people based on the evidence given that our mind has been able to configure this great story that a lot of times is not even true. It's just based on our own biases, our own hurts, our own um, faults, our blind spots, all of that stuff. And so how do we get to a place where, we can, you know, start anew or re-examine a relationship and decide like, yeah, I really haven't been putting forth effort. You know, if you want people to be there for you or if you value like this is this person's best friend and I'm coming into the relationship or I'm a new person, how do I um, decide which events are worth going to? And what relationships are worth investing the time? And I think that that's important to figure out. Like if it's, if you're dating somebody and if her friend asks you, you know, asks or invites you to some event and you're like, okay, this is their best friend or your brother is dating someone new and they're bringing somebody into the fold, you look at it and say, okay, am I going to invest time in these relationships because I want to be around them? I know that for the long haul, I'm invested in this person that I want to get to know that I want to spend time with, that I want to marry at some point. And how can I invest that time? Because these are relationships that I'd like to have for a lifetime. And I want to show them that this is important to me. And so that's really what it boils down to in terms of where to invest time and how to invest time to really make sure that, again, time is being well spent. And the people that you want to get to that certain point of that relationship with, you allow it to build naturally and organically over time by truly caring, by truly not having an agenda outside of you want to get to know them and you want to grow and build in relationship. And that's really what it boils down to. And it's as simple as that.